0: everyone I'm Shilpa and this is Chic Lotus Controversial Conversations where we will hear from people of different backgrounds with different experiences and different perspectives on taboo topics hoping to create a more accepting and less judgmental world. Let's get it started. Today, we're continuing the conversation on polyamory. So we have guests here today, a couple who have a completely different perspective and relationship style compared to the last interview I did. So it'd be really, really interesting. They live by the motto, life without limits. And I can really appreciate their perspective and where they're coming from because I don't believe in suppressing ourselves and our desires, whether sexual or whatever other needs we have. I believe in order to live a happy life, you need to embrace who you are completely and you need to have people who embrace you as well. So that comes along with... Sharing who you are, your desires, your sexual desires, your relationship style, and living life differently if that's what makes you happy. You know, there was a time where I, I viewed sex very differently, and I did give in to a lot of maybe quote unquote temptations. And that was a really, that was a time for me where I was really struggling with my inner self and working through a lot of things. And now being in the relationship that I am. And where I am personally with myself, I don't really have a desire for that. But I can appreciate that other people honor it in, within themselves and in their relationship and allow their partners to be free and to love freely. And if you're doing polyamory right, you're doing it with open communication and honesty. And if anything, that is why I have an appreciation for it compared to Cheating and lying. So, here are Stephen and Pri, this couple from the East Coast, who are going to share their story. So, we're here with Stephen and Priscilla. And I kind of just wanted to start, start with how you guys met and how your relationship started off. Because I know you guys, well, Priscilla, you start off like monogamous. Did you guys have it, or did you have an open relationship from the beginning?
1: Um, well, we met through just mutual friends and it was pretty open from the beginning. Um, we didn't have that typical relationship. I don't think we ever thought we were ever really going to date, but like, it was just one of those relationships that you see each other and then you just don't stop and it just, you know, grows.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think we, it was pretty open from the beginning.
0: So both you and Steven were dating other people as well? Or how did that conversation go?
2: (laughs) When we Uh, met, uh, we we just met at a friend's party and, um, mm -hmm. you know, just started talking. So um, we we didn't start dating. Uh, We ended up seeing each other, whatever you call that, talking for like six months. Yeah. We wasn't seeing anybody else just because, I don't know, she just wasn't, she was seeing me enough. I was seeing other people for a a while, pretty much, yeah, from, from day one. I mean, we just met at that party. We never put a side on anything or made any guidelines. But just pre just happened not to see anybody. So that's just you know, she's just more of a one man kind of guy, I guess. Uh-huh. Serious or not. But yeah, it went on for like six months like that and then, then we kinda talked and, and became more serious, but it was it was more a, a conversation like know it's been a while i I definitely see you differently than other girls you know because i was seeing some of her friends too just coincidentally and things like that Mm -hmm. but um she didn't care she didn't think it was going to be serious either uh so yeah we had that talk and it was more like i do like you i I don't see you as i see other girls but you know like i don't have any intention of like uh you know being monogamous or settling down anytime soon um but i just want to be transparent with her and she was i mean what how did you kind of take that i think it was think it all made sense to you and you're cool dude. Yeah,
1: I think when we met, like, I had just also left, like, a really long relationship. So I wasn't ready for, like, jumping into a new one. So we were just talking for, like, the six months. And then I think after that, it's where, like, he established um, his boundaries and I established mine. And it worked because I wasn't seeing anyone and that made him happy. But, you know, I didn't mind that he was seeing other people.
0: Mm-hmm. So, what were some of the boundaries that you guys had established at that time?
1: I mean, we just had that talk about like how you don't have to like lie about anything or hide anything. um We really didn't have to. Our relationship was already like you know a lot of communication. So, I think from that conversation, we said I didn't have like my hopes up like oh yeah he's just gonna leave all the girls and settle just for me um, and then you know, it's just that open communication. There's, there's nothing that I was hiding from him or he was hiding from me. And that's how we were able to evolve into poly.
0: Cool. Okay. So I do have a question though, because <laughs> most women would not be okay with that. <laughs> so how did you, um, I, how, how is it so natural for you?
1: It, uh, it was like, I wasn't, I wasn't willing to change for a man ever again. And and that made me feel like I wasn't going to want to change someone else if that's who who they truly were. Mm -hmm. So um, in my head, I was thinking I'd rather know about other girls or if he feels like staying with someone else versus building this monogamy relationship, monogamous relationship. And then being cheated on and being hurt and being like, you know, you see it all the time. You see it every day. Someone, sometimes you know that people are cheating and they're significant, others don't see it. And I would rather not look stupid, (laughs) you -hmm. know, and um, let him live. Because I, and back then I thought, you know, hey, we work out, or, you know, is seeing all these women, all these women, and then we end up being monogamous in the future but I wasn't ready for anything serious and he was living his life and who am I to try and change someone or stop them from living what they want to live and I in my mind I was like I'd rather us live through this when we're young versus if we do grow in the future and then we have kids and then we know we have a long you know, relationship, and then something happens, and then I'm not happy with it, so whatever we were going to experience, I wanted to leave that door open from the very beginning.
0: Mm-hmm. So, Stephen, have you always been non-monogamous, or have you been in a serious relationship with just one partner?
2: Um, I guess I would always say I was non-monogamous, because I've, you know, I've had a couple relationships, like, my first long relationship was like a year long one, but I was in high school, which, you know, counts back then. But then as you get older, you're like, "Eh, whatever. Yeah. I think I had like, I I mean, I've always seen a lot of girls. Usually it was, it was a lot of them at once because, you know, we were sure they were probably talking to other people too. I'm not the, I don't think anybody should really be the type person to just, Oh, okay. I like you after a week. Right. Now we're, now we're, you're my girlfriend. And then you just, I don't know, that kind of changes you too. But I had maybe two that I would, Maybe two or three that I will consider serious. Actually, the last girl that I was seeing before pre, I was for like three years. I mean, she was over here the other day, actually.
0: So for you, I hope this is not a, like, I hope any of the questions I ask are not obnoxious. But this is, I feel, a non-poly person would be interested in.
1: <laughs> over, over, and over we're totally
2: society.
0: open
1: about anything.
2: Go ahead. Go okay. YouTube show where we talk about and every crazy. Thing.
0: Okay, perfect. So was it mainly sexual for you? Is that why you? didn't want to be tied down or you know just with one partner
2: um i just i don't know what why i came up with this it was, i think it was like a business line that i came up with in my fitness company but it was live without boundaries and it was always i guess i was always in the mindset of not putting an arbitrary limitation on any area of my life because that's just going to inhibit my growth and i feel like um I w- i'm I was still so, i'm still young you know we're still so young that it's like if we want to do something we have to get more experiences and then of course the, one of the most valuable experiences is the connections you make with people and you know, everything you've learned through that. So if I were to just have committed to one person, I would be a completely different person um, and not have as many connections and there, there was a point where um, I, well, I hit up a, a, a sex counselor like I was going go it was like a sex addicts anonymous place um, and I, I really I really contacted them seriously because I felt like you know I'm, this this might be like a detrimental amount of time that I spend you know, with sexual activities, just because it's like, it just got to a crazy point where I, I was I was thinking between, is it like, is this what every guy would want to do if they could, but they just can't, and it's, it's fine what I'm doing, or is this a problem somehow, and I think we talked about that too, even though mm-hmm. that.
1: Before, I think we even were super serious.
2: Yeah, just, just, it wasn't, it wasn't like it was causing a problem between us, I just genuinely felt like, how, you know how do you define an addiction or something because you could be addicted to anything I definitely have a addictive personality we go to the casino a lot and um, you know it's anything we kind of do it's all or nothing but
0: so pretty much living without boundaries is your philosophy for life
2: yeah I think so that's how it yeah. started when I was younger
0: so when you went to that counselor what had they told you we were like is this normal oh, like this is normal or this is just the way you choose to live your life or what about when you went and that experience with that counselor kind of led you to affirm your way of living?
2: Uh, well, we, we I never ended up going to the meeting because uh, um, I've never even been to a meeting like that. But we were just emailing back and forth for a few days, just talking about that a little bit. I don't remember too much specifically what he said. It was years ago. But um, I remember I didn't really go because I just kind of came to the conclusion that it's not it's not as bad as I think it really as some people try to make it seem because some girls that I was seeing at the time and stuff, you know, they're like, yo, you're addicted. Like you're crazy. You're a player. It's like, I'm not a player. I'm not lying to anybody. Everybody knows what's up um, regardless of how they feel about it. I just policed myself a little bit more and, and just put some, um, I just had more discretion and just made sure I was taking care of my priorities just like with anything else. So, you know, those people that smoke weed every day, but how are you going to say they're addicted? You know, they're still more progressive and, and productive and have a better life than, the next guy that doesn't so it's kind mm. of left that yeah. thought after a while
0: i am curious if you don't mind me asking what was uh, the example of a relationship that you saw growing up with you know what were your family dynamics like
2: uh both of our uh, parents are still together i mean they might have mm-hmm. been married i don't know i don't know it's over
1: 20 plus so, yeah. 20 plus years mm-hmm.
2: and yours the same
1: mm-hmm. yeah both of our parents i don't know the exact numbers but they're married over I must say at this point over 25 years Mm. are almost there so both of our parents are still together so we both grew up with uh you know united households most of my family like my aunts and uncles are all still married as, as well there's just a few divorces but like nothing that I really saw like by the time I noticed stuff they were already remarried and with like long-term relationships
2: Mm -hmm. yeah and I guess outside of that too um I mean I went to Catholic school pre was raised really uh traditional I think we went to public school but Mm -hmm. [3] I mean all the kids in I think from kindergarten to eighth grade pretty much everybody was two-parent households there's you know some here and there but the normal to me was you know two-parent households I never even really experienced broken homes Mm -hmm. [3] and um was seeing like the struggles of single mothers and whatnot until high school and because then I went to public school and made a different friend group and I was like oh like people live completely different lives but yeah we had mm-hmm. good role good role model examples for relationships I'd say.
0: Mm-hmm. Priscilla for you did you ever get jealous you know with him uh with Stephen being open and you know being with other women and did you ever feel hey this is kind of unfair or or well not that I guess you didn't have the option. I'm guessing you had the option too, you know, that, but you just had no desire. Like what, where does that I come have,
1: from? I never had a desire to be with multiple people, uh, men wise. I, mm-hmm. I say, I don't want, I never wanted to be with another, with another guy. And one guy was enough for me. I'm super satisfied. Did I feel jealous the first times that we, um, knowing that we, he was with other girls, didn't affect me as much as the first times that we did something together. I mm. felt some type of way, but I think it's just, it was because it was so new and it was a new set of emotions that I've never dealt with. And I kind of had to like, wait, what's going on here? How do I feel about this? So, you know, even the first time we we experienced just like a, a threesome, it, it did come from me. I was, I was always curious about what it would be like with a woman, but actually experiencing that you have to really know how to, you know, organize your emotions, you know, cause it could be bad or it could be good. I'm always the person to think positively in everything, you know? Mm-hmm. So it did take a while, but Steven also makes me feel super confident as a woman, I feel super confident as a woman. So that also helps you like distinguish. And I know my place in my relationship. I know my place in life, you know, like Mm -hmm. it, that helps a lot to have that positive mind.
0: So when did you guys actually take that shift into uh, where you were also, I guess, wanting to live the polyamorous lifestyle?
1: I'd say it was two years after we met about, Um, it started off as it started off right after I told him like, Oh, I'm curious about what it would be like to be with a girl. And then I think he went to work one day and was just pondering the idea of like two girlfriends and he comes home and he's like, that'd be such a good idea to have two girlfriends. And I was like, haha, like we're not going to have another girlfriend. But the more we talked about it, the more it makes sense for our lives. But
2: also there we debate on how this how the timeline went because um Pri remembers us having that conversation first and then we had our, our first experience. I'm the way that I remember it happening was when we I think when we met already I was probably seeing like consistently like maybe like five different girls and she happened to know a handful like two or three of them And one of them was part of her like closer friend circle. So she did feel some type of way at that point, just because they kind of felt like there was like a little bit of competition there. It wasn't, it wasn't like harmful or anything, but there, it wasn't as, it wasn't completely smooth. And um, I kind of started getting more serious with that girl too. And then, um, you know, one day, like it wasn't something we talked about. We always had parties at my house. The girls were always over my house. And then one day it just ended up that it was just us three there. And then it just kind of happened. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure that after that experience is when we talked about it. Like, you mm. know, like, what, what were your thoughts on that? And that's when Pre was like, well, I was always curious and girls and blah, blah, blah. And then we started talking. And then we reached the. Then I started thinking about it. We didn't know what polyamory was. I mean, I heard of like sister wives, but I never even saw that show. I didn't, didn't really know what it was about. Mm. But we had a conversation about how. Because um, one of the reasons I really liked Pree was that she had a. She had like that nurturing energy. You know, my girlfriend before her was a. She she was much older and she had a couple of kids, so she just you know she took care of the house. She was like she knew how to take care of a man, all that kind of stuff. Pre always had that energy too. Our dynamic, I guess, was traditional. Like she would always maintain the household. You know, I think a, a few times we talked about it's like oh pre like you know like I love how you take care of everything. I love coming home from work and everything's clean and dinners ready and stuff like you would like that too. It was all like a joke, and it was like if we had another girlfriend then that could happen and then after I slept on it and we talked about it we're like wait a second like that actually does make a lot of sense then we're thinking about all the the logistics of it like three people in one household you know there's three incomes under one roof and just three hands to get all the work done like we'd be way more productive so they just it was a joke and then it just became like logically made a lot of sense the emotional part for pre for that was that was definitely not easy for a while. Once it started being that we're considering other girls seriously, that was, um, yeah, there's plenty of times that she, like, cried because although she enjoyed the sexual aspect of it and, you know, the friendship of some of them, it was one thing to know that I was seeing other girls. It was a whole other thing to just see me with them and enjoying them and things like that, Mm
1: -hmm. especially
2: if I started getting even more feelings for them and wanting to spend more time with them. There was a short period of time where Pri was, like, afraid that, she might get replaced but that was you know after you got past that and realized that
1: yeah like at first because it's again it's that new set of feelings that you don't know what to do I knew I didn't want to leave them because this is something we had discussed you know we I had to give it a try and giving a try isn't just seeing it once and just giving up it's Mm -hmm. you have to go through the experiences and the emotions and see how you feel and towards the end of it then yes I, I wanted to be a part of it and you know I wanted to experience it for myself as well um I think also some girls that we talked to didn't make me feel secure as well um or safe in that in any way like um some girls did come with the intention of like I'm gonna take a man Mm. You know, and one girl even said it to us. It's like, yeah, I totally wanted to take your man. Like, you were just going to be, you know, his ex-girlfriend, you know? Wow. So so for you to come into a relationship with that mindset, that also doesn't help. But then, you know, once you find the right person that complements both of you, it makes it so much easier.
0: Mm-hmm. So how how did you work through those initial emotions of... I guess jealousy and insecurity, communication. Mm. So
2: I just prided myself highly, and um, even when we first started talking, it's like there's one of the things that I, that I was a yeah, I had, was, yeah this had to happen for this to continue at all, whether it's friendship, relationship, or anything serious. Is there can't be any lies. I mean, like basically, we just met. I can't tell you or care what you do right now, but you're going to be honest with me if you want to have any type of relationship with me. Mm -hmm. So that I think made everything easier. And the one thing to just add into that before, when you asked about the serious relationships, I did have a couple really bad experiences. Um, This one, it was the other first Brazilian girl I've ever dated. Um, So I did have, I definitely did have trust issues. So that was another reason why it's like, okay, I'm not going to date anybody aside from just the, the value of having freedom and exploring and getting experiences in life there was also after a point there was um definitely some trust issues because one i had a girlfriend that was i mean i'm sure i'm i'm pretty sure she's like literally a psychopath <laughs> <laughs> so serious and also you know being with so many girls you know a lot of them are married a lot of them had boyfriends and i've just seen how treacherous people could be so that was like damn like you know, pre and people used to say, no, you're paranoid or you're jealous because of the things you do. It's like, no, I'm honest and just completely upfront. These girls, I've I'm just, I'm, I am have stress issues because I've seen what other people can really do. It's like this stuff goes on. You guys just don't know about it because you don't get those experiences or realize what's happening. So I was pretty turned off from uh, bothering to commit to somebody.
0: You're so right. It actually happens quite often. A lot of people are cheating and lying and unhappy and don't communicate well with their partners. So, Stephen, so how did you deal with, um, you know, when Priscilla was dealing with these insecurities and not, you know, kind of afraid of the newness of this dynamic? How did you help her, I guess, feel more secure in the with the situation?
2: Um, there was again, there was just a lot of communication to talk things out and just, you know, share our perspectives and, and just kind of, I'm a really analytical person. Pre hasn't, wasn't so much in the beginning. So it's really like, okay, even if we would just have hours and hours of talks, it's like, okay, you you're feeling this way, you know, why you are crying you crying? This is the way that you see it. But just because you see it that way, or just because it does hurt you, should it actually like, where is that belief system stemming from? Why do you see this as a problem? And we would just really logically work through these emotions and, um, of course it was still hurt because that's just part of your belief system. Just realizing you shouldn't feel that way. doesn't make it go away, but because it did logically make sense. It was, it was easier to accept and like go through it. And then we kind of just worked through everything until you knew it wasn't a reason to be hurt. It still hurt you. So you're just like, all right, I'm going to go through it and feel it and just let these emotions kind of like bleed out. Yeah. And then-
1: a huge, a huge part that I think is important to know is because of how I, I grew up, and it was so, so, so religious, you know, and I come from a very religious, my parents are super religious, so it was hard also to live this, like, I had, it's like I had two sides of me, it's like one side of me wanted to live all of this, like, full and free with no boundaries, like, his mentality was, and the other side of me was, saying oh my god this is so wrong this is so wrong this is so wrong like it's all a sin like oh my god Mm -hmm. what hell like you know like him being with other women this is so wrong like um me being in a poly relationship oh my god the scandal that this would bring to my family and and so I was battling also this thing where it's like it's okay to want to be with other girls you know, and mm-hmm. it's okay for you to do whatever you makes you happy. Mm-hmm. So he also helped put my own feelings, make, like make me feel secure, not only with myself and our relationship, but also with my inner thoughts. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's okay for me to live. It's not like I'm a horrible person for doing what I'm doing.
0: Yeah, because a lot of us deal with that, with, that, yeah. with those same thoughts, not even just with Polly, just in general, life in general.
1: Yeah. So it was also, and that, I was battling two different things. It's like when we were discussing in the beginning, the poly, I was also thinking, oh my goodness, like this, this is so bad. This is so Mm -hmm. bad. This is so bad. And another side of me was like, oh my God, I can't wait to live this or try it, you know? So it was again, battling those emotions, putting them in the right Spot, looking at them in the right perspective so that I could actually find happiness in what I really wanted to do it's like I, it's something you really want to do and you still can't find happiness in it
2: I, I think there were two other big factors too that allowed everything to, to move forward one was it wasn't <clears throat> it's not just in the aspect of relationships where you know I think or live this way it was everything so Pre was already getting introduced to a whole said the world that she had no idea about yeah. so she was already just getting new experience after new experience and already having to grow and change um so this was just another thing it wasn't it wasn't like everything else was normal and this mm-hmm. was the weird thing and then also um we it was it, there was also kind of no no choice after a point because it's it's more so it, it was blunt like um you know this is this is how I am and what I'm going to do um you know if you're if you're not cool with it you can still hang around to be friends but there's not really another choice so in preset also at points it was you know maybe she was thinking okay I'm gonna see if I can this lifestyle or maybe I'm gonna be able to change him but you know it was it was pretty much just that way or we're not gonna kind of beat it together
0: Mm -hmm. so what was it like going at as a couple trying to find a girlfriend or a possible girlfriend or did it just start off with sexual experiences and then it kind of transitioned into a relationship or did you guys kind of go out with that mindset of no we want to find a, a girlfriend
2: uh well because it was all new to us we still had a lot to learn about um you know overseeing people just monogamous and monogamous uh settings you realize what you want out of a partner and what you don't and what works and stuff so at first it was more we were leading kind of with sex like we would just um yeah we just we lead with sex and then kind of say, okay, cool. She's, she's cool there. We're spending a little bit of time. Let's see if it will become something more. But after a handful of girls, we realized um, what we really did need and what wouldn't be acceptable. So then, you know, from the beginning, we would meet partners um, that just had the potential for, for more and just made everything a lot better too.
1: Well, a lot of people ask us like, well, how do you do it? It's the same way as finding someone if you were single and you're going to be in a monogamous relationship. And if, again, if you're honest from the very beginning, people aren't going to hang around if they don't want that or if they're not curious about it themselves, you know, Mm -hmm. either it's like, oh, cool, great. Let me know how it goes. Or it's like, oh, cool. Let me get into this life of yours, you know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, we have, we have people that would text us and just want to chill, you know, or, or, you know, want to be part of our lives or something like that, you know?
2: We just had a fun lifestyle in general, yeah. so people just were always around us and mm-hmm. doing stuff. We'd always be taking trips, you'd always be having parties, and just doing fun stuff. So there were always the girls there. But again, with them too, it's like it was always complete communication from the beginning. We seen after we got into this lifestyle, I guess we started seeing how other poly people do things, and it's just really weird. Um, I mean, what least do you that's mean? What? Hmm?
1: What do you mean by weird? I mean, we've seen other other people. It's just like there's this. One, um, Polly, uh, we don't even, we don't consider, I mean, Polly could be considered many different things, mm-hmm. you know, for us, we're in one big relationship together, you know, the three of us as one, um, there's people that consider themselves poly, but they, they date different people but they're not all three together mm-hmm. and for for us that's a little weird because we saw this video of this girl we saying yeah I have to make a schedule and it's like what like yeah, I feel how like do you make have... a schedule like for your partner like okay mm-hmm. I'm gonna see you at eight o'clock mm-hmm. and then it's like if you miss your eight o'clock then you know like that was for us it's just like let's just do everything together yeah. you know um
2: not, not, even, not just do everything together but it was like they made it so the way that we see a lot of people doing it is they're they seem to be hopping on it like it's a trend like it's like this is it's a reason to like our our, our brand for our company has nothing to really do with poly I mean that's what people have been asking us about so we've been answering questions but I don't feel like it should be a personality aspect like this is the focal point of my life I'm poly that's like before when there wasn't as you know gay people and stuff wasn't weren't so open it's like okay like I'm gay Brian and it's like that's his whole personality and his yeah. brand okay but who cares like what what yeah. else is there about you? so I think a lot of people were just hopping on it as a trend and over promoting it for some reason um I think it's either for like they just want to grow on social media or something like that and then also there's a lot of couples where it's like uh, I feel like it's just more predatory like it's just weird to me like, I don't, we've never had a date where we both go and meet the girl at once. Um, the way that we usually do it is I'm always meeting girls. So once I'm hanging out with them, um, once I have sex with them as well, uh, I feel, and, and she's all checking out with me, then it's like, I already know pre well enough that I know if they're going to get along, then we'd hang out. Um, a lot of these people I'll do, like, they're, they're on Tinder and they're like actively directly trying to find a third um, which seems weird, and then the part that she was talking about was the whole um, how people like break it down like it's some kind of foreign science. It's like it's really not too much different from a monogamous relationship. You don't need a Google spreadsheet to be doing all this weird stuff to organize. <laughs>
0: Google spreadsheet.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do that. Yeah.
0: So with so you're still open to obviously sleeping with other women outside of the the uh, Priscilla and the girlfriend.
2: Right. We'll, well, We were see the last girlfriend that we had. We were dating for a year. Uh, we actually broke up two weeks before our one year anniversary in February. Um, since then, we, we've seen. You know, it's harder to date right now in quarantine. But we've still been seeing some girls, and we're actually seeing a girl right now who, she. I mean, I think she's she's the one. Um, but uh, but yeah, we have, we have. Of course, have to be open to seeing other girls because so we're gonna get in another relationship.
0: Mhm and um do you have you had a live-in girlfriend so do you guys all live together or or your last girlfriend i guess did you guys all live together
2: she didn't officially move in and i guess technically pre didn't either i mean she slept at my house every single day but um before we had a smaller place now we live in one of our properties so now you know it's 100% living but um the other girl would just stay over a lot but uh it never got to that point where She really fully moved in, but that was also to speak. She would have been moved in um, if it wasn't so, there wasn't so many problems Mm -hmm. before. But we took a while to get really serious too, so you shouldn't just jump into moving in in with somebody.
0: Mm -hmm. Are there rules, you know, when you first meet someone or you think that you guys could get into a relationship with them or move forward? Are there rules that you guys like lay down? Uh, for them to kind of be aware of prior to getting into something with you guys, you know, like you said, um, some women come into this thinking that they can replace you or whatever it is.
1: It's not, it's not like there's yeah, it's rules. Not rules. It's not rules. It's it's again, it's being so clear in your communication, you know, and and it's it's literally living it, it's giving it a chance. It's like. You just like any other relationship, mm-hmm. will it work out? The only way you know if it's working out is if you give it a try. Mm-hmm. There's not any rules, there's not, uh, you there's don't have to, have to have rules. The
2: guideline and ultimatum like it's like, yeah. oh, if you, if you do this, we're gonna break up. Mm-hmm. But it's like, since we communicate so much, you know how I'm gonna feel about certain things. Yeah. If you want to explore those waters, you know it's gonna possibly put a strain on our relationship. Um, so there's, there's no rules that we lay out for girls that we see, but obviously. It's just like in a relationship, it's like you're gonna have respect. I mean, we have to. Usually, one thing that some of them have is like, "Oh, is she really okay with this?" You know, sometimes they think that I'm just trying to play both of them, and the girl doesn't mm. know. So, like the new girl that we're seeing now, the first couple of times she was over, it's like Pre will show up at the, you know, she was Pre not um, unlocking the door, and so I'll just jump off me really quick and just sit like on the side of the couch and.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Aha!
2: Come <laughs> on,
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's and like, I have to calm them down usually like no relax it's okay you know and I don't mind Steven doing that initial like detective work kind yeah. of like so I know that if I'm, I'll either vibe with them really well or I won't you know yeah. um he's had girls that it's like yeah you're going to love her and it's like no, mm. no you know, and then, you know, like this girl, it's like, oh, she's really, she's really cool. She's really nice. You know, she's respectful. Like, I don't know. I think me and her will are vibing so far and will vibe really well. Um, So there isn't rules. I think it's just that communication from the very beginning Mm -hmm. Um, and just fitting everyone in Mm -hmm. to one.
0: Yeah. Um, So why did your last? Why did the, that relationship end with uh, your last girlfriend?
2: Uh, that's a, I mean, there there wasn't just one reason. It was mm-hmm. it was um, just compiling issues and uh, it's, it's kind of a long story. It's that a we-
1: long story. Um, it has to do with um, a little bit of mental health. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like for you to love someone, you have to take care of your own baggage. Oh, for- absolutely. You know, yeah. you can't bring into, if you want, I feel like you have to heal before you go into any new relationship um, because you can bring the baggage and it's just going to destroy whatever you're trying to have. Mm-hmm. And then to try to have it with two different people could be even harder. Yeah. Um, so I think it, it's...
2: One of the, the real, pro- the foundational problem with that relationship was sh- I, th- I feel like our relationship to her was more of an ideal that she just wanted to believe she could be a part of. Um, Not even just the the poly aspect, but just the way that we lived our lives. So she just pretended to be that and just kind of tried to fake it till she made it and it didn't work out. She would act as if, you know, she's, she's has integrity and she just really didn't. So it was over time, more and more stuff would come out and it's like, Oh, like this whole thing is kind of built on lies. And um, then it just started getting really toxic And then a mistake, I don't know if you can consider a mistake because we kind of believed that even in our friend groups and stuff, it's like we're all uplifting each other. We only have progressive people around us. So it's like, okay, even though you lied about all this kind of stuff and you have these huge red flags, um, we understand why and how this, this happened in your life. And, you know, whatever, we're going to work through it and get through it together and build better habits and perspectives on things, but that's just going to work out.
1: Mm-hmm. So like how have- to help someone that needed to help themselves, mm. but at some point we just had to like, it wasn't working. We still wish her the very best, yeah. you know, it just wasn't going to work out. And there's like, we're at a point in our lives where we don't want to stay stagnant. We want to mm-hmm. grow, you know, so. Yeah.
0: So how have your families, reacted to do they know and how have they responded to the new relationship or the new lifestyle that you guys have chosen
2: priest' uh family only more recently found out and that was a huge mess um because of our ex uh my family it was it, it was nothing really surprising to them i mean you know i would when i still lived with them they would just always see different girls all the time oh is that your girlfriend nope probably never see her again <laughs> um so Lucia's yeah, wasn't a, it wasn't he he was change. always
1: he was always um open to his family so it was it didn't come as a surprise mm-hmm. for me i even when i was i was dating steven for a while we were seeing each other for a really long time even before i introduced him to my parents because it's like i'm not going to bring you home if it's nothing serious you know mm-hmm. um so i didn't tell my parents up front, you know, I kind of kept it for a really long time. And then something happened with um, our ex and then we spoke about it. It wasn't the easiest conversation, but it's like, Hey, it is what it is. You are who you are, you know, and it, it, it took a while for us to build our relationship again. And now it's slowly becoming like better again and healthier, mm-hmm. but it wasn't the easiest conversation. Because yeah. they
2: were immigrants and, um, you know, super religious and stuff. It's like it was a whole bunch of stuff they didn't accept. Again, it's not just that the aspect of um the relationships. So it was just a huge like paradigm shift for them. and it was also really abrupt. What happened was we were in Mexico where we we're supposed to be celebrating our one year anniversary. We still took the trip. All right, cool. This is gonna be our healing, you know, time and just get some personal time and, and whatnot. So we still took the trip. While we we're there, our ex showed up um, to her priest's parents' house and just it was just disgusting i mean she just printed out all these pictures and just said all these lies and basically exposed pre and that's um she had to come home to that and oh, wow. that's yeah. how her parents first heard she was bisexual and you know yeah. just the whole dynamic of our relationship was pretty bad
1: yeah man that's rough i know it that. was a tough one but it's i it mean something came out of it you know now they know now there's like You're free i'm free i'm not yeah. living like a double life what it's yeah. what, felt like for a while you know I was trying to save them from what I thought would hurt them you know but I think it hurt them even more to find out from
0: a stranger yeah Yeah. so now that they know moving forward if you guys have another serious girlfriend are you planning on possibly bringing her home to meet your parents as well do you see that in your future
1: for me yes I, I don't want to live what I lived again um even even bringing in another girl now like at like I can't wait till we establish it's like I want everything to be good but it's like you're kind of traumatized yeah <laughs> after something like that happens and and I'm an only child and I don't I don't want to I never wanted to risk my relationship with them which is another reason though I I think I kept it from them for a while I didn't plan on keeping it for forever but I kept it for as long as I planned on it you know Mm -hmm. until that got taken away from me but i think this time around i'm going to you know i'm i'm gonna share everything um
2: yeah i think it's making everything easier because it was kind of a forced growth period Mm -hmm. um although it was messy it was a a really good thing for pre because she was still kind of living how most you know hispanic uh, households are especially traditionally she was still kind of living like under their umbrella and uh, couldn't really be her full self. So it was abrupt with your father, especially. But um, now it's like, okay, he had to change. They had to stop seeing her as their little girl. And oh, like, this is just another woman in the world. She's going to live her life. And if we want her to be happy, why, why would we try to just put her into a box? So.
0: Yeah. What are the more popular questions that you guys get from people who are curious about Polly? I've, I've heard from, I actually interviewed another couple um, who's in a committed triad and they were saying how it's usually like sexual questions is that usually what you guys get to
1: <laughs> all of the time it's like mostly if they lead with sexual questions then it's like oh how did your parents react mm-hmm. you know cuz or or it's like how did you get the other girl
2: yeah, that's how, ask also a lot about the dynamic and um, how we find the third.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, how do you get it? How did or how did you convince your girlfriend? Like, I think those questions are more towards Stephen. It's like, how did you get pre to do it? And it's like, you didn't get pre to do anything. Like, you know, yeah. it, it's it's something that I think a lot of couples try to do, but they don't know how to bring it up. You know, versus, but I think it's that whole thing of like you guys were honest from the very beginning um i i've seen a really close friend try to bring it to her marriage as like as a saving grace and that was an epic disaster yeah, her husband
2: was cheating on her so it's like oh well you know probably, maybe we could do that it's like no. yeah
1: <laughs> and then it's like that's never gonna work because if you're trying to save a cheating marriage fiasco with another woman it's it's the worst idea ever because you already don't have trust Mm -hmm. so you know that's not gonna help in any kind of way you know Mm -hmm. um so I've had that experience where it's like she wanted to do it too but it wasn't gonna work for her because you know they didn't trust each other at all Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's usually there's still a lot of weird questions that we get in our dms and stuff you know oh god, about- i'm so
0: curious please tell me <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just sex or it's like oh do you guys have a like a uh, like a private you know content it's just like you oh my god this. no way. there's people that ask to join you know there's people that ask if like i'm open to being with like you know, they, I think people think when they see Polly, they think you're automatically open for everything, you know? Mm. And it's just like, no, like I'm in a serious relationship with two people. Mm. That doesn't mean I'm open for the world, you know? Yeah. So
0: I have a question for Priscilla, since, um, you know, Steven still sees other women. Do you, when you are, when you guys have a girlfriend, are you pretty committed to the girlfriend and Steven, or do you also
1: yeah i'm I'm committed to both Stephen and our girlfriend mm-hmm. when we when we have a girlfriend mm-hmm. um, i i for us, it works. There's people that have open relationships and both couples can be who who whatever they want For us, I don't want to be with other um men, and I don't think Stephen would feel comfortable seeing me with other men, which is why it works. It, it, our relationship in general worked because he saw that I didn't have a need for other. I'm never curious about being with other men. So yes, I'm I'm committed to both Stephen and our girlfriend, but and that's it, like just us.
0: Mm-hmm. So Stephen, what about the idea of her being with a man, another man makes you uncomfortable,
1: um,
2: or does I mean, it? Or thought,
0: does it make you uncomfortable? I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought about that a lot too. It's just like. Um, one definitely not. That's not that's not on the table. Um, yeah, but luckily, you know, we don't we don't. So that's not something that we have to argue about. She's never wanted that to begin with. Even when we were single, way before all this poly stuff, it's like, okay, she's seeing me. She finds it disgusting herself to be having sex with two men. Or, you know, and plus it's just, I mean, who? If you got a busy life, I mean, how do you have time to divvy up between two completely separate relationships? So it was never an issue. But I, I thought about that. Um, is like is it just a male thing is like ego thing like no this is mine is it a double standard is it being hypocritical um you know what what is do I just need to grow more to understand that it's it's it should everything should just be the same way I live my life and that there shouldn't be any rules on anything do whatever makes you happy and I should be happy because you're happy what is it but uh so I'm still I guess I'm still not fully sure on what the the root cause is but yeah, I definitely I definitely want to be something that I would uh, allow into my relationship if Pre did feel for some reason. If she was with some, you can't just meet somebody and and think you want to be with them. Um, you always have to build up. Of course, we're going to see attractive people every day, but that doesn't mean you could be attracted to somebody. That doesn't mean you want to have sex with them. It doesn't mean you even let your mind go there. And even if you do want to do both those things, it doesn't mean that that means anything. So I don't see it if somehow pre did see a guy that's like, Oh yeah, I'm really, this guy's so attractive and he seems so amazing. I got to know him somehow that I think it's willing, I'm willing to risk my relationship or I think I'll have a better relationship with him. Cool. Go, go do what makes you happy. But there's, there's no way he's going to fit into my relationship because I have no interest in men and Mm. I don't see any benefit of, I don't, I don't see why there'd be a benefit personally to me. Polygyny makes a lot more sense than polyandry, and I don't, I mean it wouldn't fit into our relationship
0: yeah so what if she, even if she was just wanting like a one night stand or just to fucking be done would that be a bit a no-no for you
2: yeah absolutely um Because yeah. there, there would just be no reason for it um i don't even before i was it was i was just seeing a bunch of different girls just for sexual reasons now um there's people that hit us up all the time oh um you know I'd be honored if you guys would be my first threesome which is really forward and kind of weird but still fun sometime um but yeah there would be no reason for that if you want to if you're not satisfied sexually with me that you need another man maybe I'm just not the guy for you so Mm -hmm.
1: and and that's why it works I really don't let anyone in Mm -hmm. at all like um there's women that say they have like Men hitting like if someone messages me or something it's just like no like it, I I don't even allow the chance of that even happening I am very closed when it comes to other men because I just want to keep my relationship safe and and perfect and you know like not perfect no relationship perfect but I, I value what we have so much so I want I wouldn't want to break that trust in any kind of way mm-hmm. and put our our relationship and The beauty of what it is now, in any kind of danger. Mm -hmm. And
2: we talked about it too, because even with um our ex before and stuff, like we've had those conversations. I mean, again, she was just coming from the wrong place. It's like she didn't. After we realized she was just playing us and lying and wasn't the person she said she was, then we got into a conversation about, like, okay, well, if you're gonna still see other girls now, then I want to see other guys. I won't see other guys if you don't see other girls. But if you see other girls, I'm gonna fuck other guys. So it's like. You don't care to fuck other guys. You don't even need that, want that, or even really want to do it. You're just spiteful and mm-hmm. trying to prove a point. Mm-hmm. So that's already disgusting that that's in your nature. Mm-hmm. But um, it's not, it's not, it wasn't even a genuine thing. But it did open that can of worms for me and preta to talk. like, is there a need for you to do that? Because, I mean, she's had sex with girls when um, I'm not involved. Uh, so it's like, okay, if you did want to do that with other, like, some girls want to have a threesome with two guys. They, they don't want another guy and a girl and not the girls. So it's like, if something like that, or just being with another guy for some, whatever reason it is, is some is it something you actually want and you're not telling me because you know I'm not going to like it. Um, but we did have the conversation and it's like, right. if I felt she was lying then it wouldn't have ended there. Yeah. It's like, you know, she's like, no, to me, it's disgusting to, I'm going to have sex with another guy and then come have sex with you the next day. Or like, mm-hmm. that's just, she would feel, that would, it would be detrimental to herself, not even our relationship. So it mm-hmm. works out.
0: So do you guys have any advice or a message to people who are possibly thinking about poly or want to dabble in it or are interested in it? You know, how do you bring it up in conversation with your partner?
1: We mentioned it a few times already. You have to have great communication and you have to trust your partner Um, I think you have to establish where you stand in your relationship. Like, if you question where you are in your relationship, I think that doesn't help with the insecurities that you might feel when you do dabble into it. Mm -hmm. Um, And also be careful. I would say be careful because it's not like you're trying a new food. You're dealing with a whole other person, a whole set of emotions, and you don't want anyone hurt, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. even if you guys – continue on you don't want to hurt the other person you know so i think again it's just really the communication what do you think
2: um yeah it's like people ask us you know how do I, you know one girl i mean I, what i love about our brand is that we just we do make actual really good friendships with people and we you know, we're gonna you know, see them on trips and stuff but one girl we start talking to her a lot because she was you know she always had that curiosity like pre did like she was by or thought she was, or could be, and um, she was dating her boyfriend for a while, and she didn't know how to even bring that up, but she did, you know, and the way that they, she kind of got it in there, was they watched our videos together, and, and you know, just because that just, it's like, oh, what do you think about this, and then you kind of feel them out, if the communication wasn't already there, but I feel like you should already know your partner, well enough that if somebody asks you a question, like that, you already know, what their thoughts would be on it, without having to say, you know, I'm interested in this, so it was never like a, like a a anxiety inducing conversation to have. We kind of already knew where we were at. So people should already have that foundation to have open conversation about anything. So this shouldn't even be a big deal.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Do you guys believe in marriage? And I know you spoke about kids possibly in the future. Is that something you see for yourself? And if you do see that, are you still wanting to be in a polyamorous relationship?
2: Um, I absolutely want a lot of kids and um (laughs) are you ready I mean Um, I I have two nieces already my little brother and my little sister both have daughters three weeks apart so um I'm good with kids I love kids um I'm sure I would make a great father now but there's so much more that we want to do in our life first where kids aren't going to fit into the picture but there's also that pressure where it's like you know I could have kids for the rest of my life i'm, You're a I'm much 25 time and percent.
1: considering like i need to go freeze my eggs
2: <laughs> that, that was one of the things where it's like okay how people ask us how do kids come into play and say like, well, we don't have them so we can't really speak too much on that yet but that is definitely going to change the dynamic a little bit i think it could actually be a really positive thing for two reasons one i want a lot of kids mm-hmm. he's not going to be able to give them all to me if we start having them and i still really want as many as i think i do and then also because, you know, they always say, like, it takes a village to raise a child. It's like, that kid is only going to get more perspective and more love and more attention and m- more ideas to, to create their personality from uh, this way. There's just more I, hands on um, top.
1: I think it's also that thing, like he just said, like, we don't know because we're not there yet. Yeah. Um, and also, we're so young. So we have a different, we're not even, we're thinking about it, but it's just like, it's so far out still. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Just like how the LGBT community, the world is accepting them more, you know, the gays and mm-hmm. trans and stuff. I think the, new, the near future, you know, when we, we we were thinking of being poly and we didn't even know it, it was called poly, you mm-hmm. know. So I think the more honest with themselves, the more they're going to accept it yeah. you know, and not find it as like this bizarre thing. You know, Mm -hmm. um, I think here people think it's bizarre, but other places of the world, it's the the way of living. It's the, Mm -hmm. it's normal. So I think the same way that people accept the gays, they're going to accept poly. And so it's not going to be such a strange thing. And I don't think it's going to take that long for it to happen. So by the Mm -hmm. time we are ready for kids, probably our whole mindset would be different. We're going to grow in so many different ways. So we can't really give an exact answer for that now.
0: Yeah. Awesome, thank you so much you guys. This is Shilfa on Chic Lotus Controversial Conversations.